Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode five of Epitome of Stupidity, your favorite allegedly metal podcast. I am Brian, and that is Clint, and he is the worst. Today, hashtag Brian's wrong. In your ears right now is a lovely, lovely band called Lopan. Lopan, straight out of Columbus, Ohio. Word. Somewhere in Ohio. Are they in Columbus, Ohio? Oh, yeah, it's Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. Check them out. You already heard the vocals. You heard the riffs. You know it's good. You know you want more. And there is more to be had. And we will show you where to find it because I'm pretty sure you you may have not heard of them. And I'm pretty sure you will want to hear more. And they just might be coming to a town near you on their current tour with ASG. That's right. Love them. They love us. That's not official. That's an assumption. Well, it's an assumption, but we're working on it. We're we'll be we'll get there. They're totally worth seeing them live too. It's it's always a good time. Lopan Devil Horns. What's their name from Clint? The uh, oh god damn it! I'm gonna blank. Little on trouble. Big, Big trouble, trouble in, in Little China. That was when I started talking like 30 seconds ago. That was my whole point was to bring up that yes, that is what that's from. All right, if you heard us before, you know the first thing we do is talk about what we're listening to, and this one, for me, is going to be short and sweet because it is only two very, very important bands. One, band number one, Gojira. You got to listen to those guys this week, and I could not stop. Two days straight, that's all I did. I started from the top, which is the latest release, and I don't know where I stopped. I have no idea. I just kept going. I think somewhere... Two and a half albums ago, yeah, or something like that. Does that mean you did not get to from Mars to Sirius? I've already, I've heard that. I okay. didn't want to get to that because okay. that's the one I've heard the most. Right? Is that like they're supposed to be their big one? I feel like when I see Gojira, I see that album cover yeah, every time. Th- that's probably the the quote unquote quintessential, quintessential. Would you call it? As it's certainly the quintessential. Yes. Hot damn! We've got a new term. And then this band who you'll be able to hear through my voice that I'm smiling. Hakiri for the sky. Are we sure that's how it's pronounced? Is this another episode of Brian and Clint pronouncing? Harakiri, H-A-R-A-K-I-R-I, for the sky. Harakiri, and I will tell you what that means. Do you want to know what that means? I actually do. So, Harakiri, Harakiri, whatever it is called, it is... Harry Carey. Harry Carey, Samurais. Oh, in the sky? Back in the day. No. Okay, I'll listen. If they were captured or dishonored the samurai code, they would have to kill themselves via Harakiri style, which is, it's two words blended together. Harakiri, one of them is stomach, the other one is slice. So they would have to slice their stomach open, disembowel themselves on a tray. They'd have to have a tray there. And and there's a diagram that shows you how to do it horizontally. There's a diagram. Yeah, there's three three or four methods you could do. Either just one horizontal a horizontal and a vertical, like All a plus right. sign Next half hour or a of the T. show is Brian tells us this. And then, which way would you go? Well, then once you disembowel yourself, someone cut, cut your head off. Oh, I, that's... So, for the sky. <laughs> disembowel yourself for, for the, the sky. sky. But this band, everyone, if you're listening to this, you've probably heard of Gojira. But this band... Or Gojiri. It's Jira. Gojiri? <laughs> Gojiri. Run, Jerry. <laughs> This band is amazing. I have listened to their latest album, which is just released in February, three times in the past 24 hours. And they are, they, they do the um, 10 minutes, nine to 10 minutes per song, which really wears off on me fast. Tool is probably the only, Tool and Pink Floyd are probably the only two bands that I can listen to 
Pink Floyd doesn't do, do that, that. Often, as often as you think. But that I can that I can stand. I but this, for something, there's something about this band. They do several things that typically said alone I do not like. The long songs, starting with ten minutes. The long. blast beats. And the vocals they do incorporate the blast beats really well. The vocals you can't understand, but god damn it, when they do all those things, there is something about them that I can't. The, I, uh, just, I just I zone. I watched their video. Um, I think their new album was called is called Arson. Is that the new yes. one? And their video or their single off their album is called Heroin Waltz. Sure, and they have a video for it, and it's nothing but this guy in black and white walking through this beat downtown. He's got a wrap on his foot and he's got a crutch, and he collects a skull and takes it back to his apartment. It's a ten minute song. He sits it on a shelf Not and he eats some food. He eats some food and then he shoots up heroin and passes out. But god damn it, when I was watching that, listening to the, the music, I just, I just was infatuated. I could not stop. Something about it. I the, don't know. Uh, the funny connection here is that prior to push and record, we were sitting here. Uh, we'd push play on this for a second. And I, I've, Brian pointed these guys out to me a couple of days ago. I think in talking with the uh, soon-to-be West Coast death metal correspondent, TBD. I, I think that uh, these guys have come up before, and I, I all I, with him. Yeah, and I've never actually fleshed it out until you wouldn't stop fucking texting me about them. So I listened to him that night while I was reading, and I don't do that often. Listen, you knew it was something. I, I knew I wasn't getting out of it. That's for damn Fuck sure. Fuck no. And then listened to him at work the next day, and then as we were getting ready for to push record tonight, we were actually listening to it with some some good volume and. It's good, no matter what the situation. But sitting here with some volume, it it hit me that this is like my exact phrasing was, and I like I I I certainly enjoy Gojira. My exact phrasing was that these guys, even with the ten minute long songs, come across as a more coherent Gojira. But coherent, not in the lyrics, right? Because coherent lyric no, vo- vocals are more the, clear. The the structure of the song isn't as purposely confusing. Yeah, for a ten minute song, they really they don't go all over the place. It's, it still seems like it's verse chorus verse right. chorus. It's, it's just it's so stretched out. Yeah, and there the 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 guitarist is not doing anything. Crazy. There's nothing that if if anyone stands out in the band, it's the drummer. Yeah, the way he incorporates those blast beats is yeah. a lot of fun, and it, it like you, you and reminds me reminded me of you because you say you know you want to get there right yes. in the music and for and I don't for that that phrase didn't do anything for me for this band they kind of they make you want the blast yes. beat and then when you finally get it it's glorious it, it but they don't write it for sixteen measures right it only comes no, in for a yeah. little bit and then goes away just to grab your attention again because uh, again the songs aren't doing a ton of things. So by the time you get the blast beat, it's almost snapping you back to paying attention, yeah. which sounds negative, no, but it's not. It's it's mathematical. That I, was have, I officially tricky. hate it if you're going to call it mathematical. <laughs> it's definitely not math metal, but there's a formula, and they've fucking nailed it. What are you listening to? I uh, If you are paying attention to our social media stuff, because we're on the Twitter machine, we're on the Facebook, we're on the Instagram, we subscribe to all of these above. You will subscribe to us. Or else. Uh, okay, sure. We'll come to your house and do this shit in your basement. But only after you subscribe and I figure out where your address is. So, that's not a passive-aggressive... Um, what are you listening to? Primus! I, I spent a good chunk of time with just the album, The Desaturating Seven. It's a fucking fantastic album. Says? Clint. Anybody with common sense. Ugh. 
And there's a song on it that I thought is so spectacular. Not even this idiot. I remember the name of the song. Could not. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah. It's The the storm. Storm. Exactly. And him and I are going back and forth in the morning. And it I'm, is terrible. I'm getting in. I actually had the album playing while I was getting ready for work and everything and stopped Alexa from playing it so that I could push play on the storm as I was getting in my vehicle and turn it up. So you and I ended up pushing play on it at almost the exact same time. What does turning it up do? It, it makes it louder. There's nothing in that song that you'd want to hear louder. Oh my God, you're so. Is that stupid little cracky bass thing going on the whole time? Like, remember that commercial from a, a couple few years ago where the the couple's standing on the curb? It's like an insurance commercial, and the dude says something stupid, and the woman looks at him and says, "You make my head numb." Either way, you make my fucking head numb. <laughs> Either way, that was that's this that's the scenario. Oh my in commercial God. form. So we end up listening to the damn song at the same time, and, and, and one of us enjoying it more than the other. Oh, one of us rocking his fucking socks off, trying to drive at the same time. And the other feeling tortured. Look, I can understand I look down at my phone as the song's in, and I see the text message from you there. I'm doing 70 miles on the freeway. I think (laughs) as much as I want to read this, I should probably give it a second. So I pull up to the... I get to my exit. I pull up to the light. I open it. Son of a bitch. This guy. And my my response was, I'm genuinely concerned for you. And it stands. There's something wrong with you. Hey, guess what? I listened to the song after it, right? Yeah, but th- I didn't ask you to listen to the fucking song after But I was giving it... The song it, after like, it does not make any sense was, without the context of the album. It's Primus. What makes sense about Primus? It's a damn concept album. It's about a children's book. And that's that's going to come across that's why, to who? You don't... You're to over, people who don't... You're overthinking the last damn who, song. Who's overthinking it? You, you are. are. I didn't ask you to listen to the damn last song. It was like a minute and a half or something. I was like, exactly. well, maybe this will... But for to listen to Primus at you know at fifty percent volume compared to eighty percent volume, I don't see how I could do anything because it doesn't really rock or, or like. Oh it's my a, god, dude! Everything about that song fucking. He sings. It reminds me of. What did I? What did I? And oh, all it reminds of, me of a complete soundtrack to a Tim Burton movie. It's just goofy nonsense, and he knows it is. No, it's fucking awesome, dude. You are so loud wrong on this. Oh my God, you're the worst. It is so awesome. You want to talk about getting there. The places that that song goes and where it ends up is... Oh I, I'll tell you God. what I do like. The 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 overtrack. Having your bases. head doused in fucking hot sauce over so that, that you can drown out all the stupidity. Not many people do you know a bass track. And then dub, you know, and do several layers of different bass tracks, right? It's always the same bass track through the song. Oh most my of the time. god, he can't fit enough awesome. Well, that, that that's song. I give him credit for that. He's coming back and going over. <laughs> I think the guitarist got like fifteen strums in that song. And <laughs> that in the minute, <laughs> should you get truth serum ever any day, that will be what comes out as to why you actually don't like Prime. That's not it at all. That it's his voice. Totally, it. his voice just in, annoys the shit out of me. Oh my god, you're so fucking. If he if he never existed, you didn't know Primus whatever. He walked into the living room where we are right now and started singing like that. You tell him get the fuck out because he can't sing for shit. Why the hell would it? Oh, all right, we got to move on. That's a true story. Otherwise, folks. we're gonna record a fucking fight. So I've hey. also we'll call it. Uh, we'll give. Post metal band of the week to Sumac. I kind of found myself wandering around that. Poison Sumac? No, just Sumac. It, it's uh, leftovers from the band Isis. I, I specify the band Isis. 
who were not the Taliban ISIS. No, not the Taliban. The band ISIS, who were awesome. Wait, but, is that post war or pre war? That this happened to be in a no, no. It's post metal. <laughs> Did they name their band after the whole way pre? Oh, okay, way pre. I don't, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, no, I don't. I th- I get the feeling that that might have actually had some thing to do with why they ended up breaking up maybe yeah <laughs> we should change the name and the one guy's going no we're <laughs> the most famous we've ever been we're all over the news shit and then uh in watching or well i guess we'll i'll flip this i'll lead into it there's a band called mutoid man that i i've has always been kind of on the periphery for me they've got like three albums and I, I i always catch them spotify seems to connect them with a lot of stuff that i listen to uh, seems being like converged a lot. Red Fang. <laughs> no, it, it seems like Red Fang and stuff like that. But anyway, I could see that. Um, I could see that comparison. Or... Sure. And I, I finally actually tried to digest a good chunk of it. Their, thank God, their latest album. I think it's Warmones, and it is, uh, it's fucking awesome. It's good. It, the last song is totally standing out and a hell of a way to end an album. And there's tons of good riffage from start to finish it's something where no specific part of the band stands out because as a whole they it's are mesh. just really good and so it's it's a it's a hybrid of the band converge which is the drummer of the of converge and then the singer and guitarist of cave in and the bassist is in there somewhere. He might be one from one of the two bands. I, I think know. the bassist was like a sound guy from something or whatever. Oh, yeah. I you, think he was. Yeah. yeah. You actually told me all that. I did not have any clue to any of that. Yeah. So, I mean, they don't sound like Converge at all. No, not at And they don't even really sound like Cave In at all. They they're definitely like, stand on their own. Yeah. And they're they're better than Cave In. As I'm, I mean, I don't know about Converge for you. Doesn't do it for me, but they're a very good band, and they're also on this uh, awesome TV show. The uh, well, <laughs> what it, you can't? It's a, this awesome show. You got to leave the TV internet out. show. Yeah, this monitor show. Yeah. Uh, what got me to finally do the deep dive with him was the second episode of. That sounds like a gay fucking innuendo. Aren't you the guy that just said you finally got on? No, because that's been cut that's out. It's not getting cut out. Uh. The the show two minutes to late night. They are actually the house band for. The bass player was gone for the cut that out first. Oh, sorry. The bass player was gone for the first episode of Two Minutes to Late Night because he was. Well, they explained it in the show. You should find the show and, YouTube and watch it. It's an actual. It's a it's a metal sarcastic talk show where the host is named Guarcinio Hall. Guarcinio Hall. That is so stupid. And what was his, so his, awesome. In the in that ep, in that that the, the newest his episode, brother, his brother is Cannibal Corey. Cannibal Corey, and it's a woman playing a boy. <laughs> that's the same thing. Yeah, it's that's so funny. But they literally they've just started. They've got no budget. There, there's like thirty people in the audience. They're on an all black set. They're very satire. The the lead singer from Utoid Man is the is the and he everything he says is in scream. Oh, don't give that away. The, that's the best part. All right. That's why you don't give it away. You can see people in the crowd. Like when I watch it and you can see the crowd, sometimes you'll see like a guy there with his uh, girlfriend or wife, whatnot. And, and only one's laughing. Sometimes it's, it's pretty easy to tell that the girl feels like she got pulled into something <laughs> that she did not want to be. Yeah. In. Someone's basement. I mean, that thing was, is filmed in like a storage unit yes. or something. 
painted all black. You know, it, 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 it's it's kind of like this show, but in video form. It's just very satire. Nothing's taken seriously. It's just ridiculous. The guy has a noose hanging behind his desk, and his face is painted up. And With like the thinnest string ever. <laughs> they had the guitars from Diligent and Escape playing on there, and he pulls out this twig. Was the, that the... And uh, the bassist is like, hey, that's the name of my metal band. That's uh, that's the uh, the pilot episode that I yeah, haven't seen. The pilot episode, yeah. and they're and they're only up to like seven thousand uh, followers or whatever. They're they're chugging right along. Check them out. Two minutes to late night. Right. Funny stuff. On to the news. News. So connecting the dots from a, a story a couple weeks ago, where this is just kind of you Kirk know people Hammett was a wizard on a baseball field. Yeah, the only thing he did right was auction that guitar off. Well, raffle that guitar off. You know, we already said the, and you, if you listen to, him, I'm sure you already heard that his his rendition of the Star Spangled Banner was terrible. But he did raise thirty one thousand dollars for yeah. their foundation called All Within My Hands. Is that like some kind of mashup of something? I mean, do you get that? No, I think it's, I would bet it's not something that they actually came up with. I bet it's something that one of their managers or some shit said that this is what we're going to call it. <laughs> and everybody said, okay. We don't have time to think about it. We're it, too busy it, writing songs. So. It doesn't sound like it's offensive and it sounds like it fits the bill. Yeah. Let's go with that. Well, it's an ESP custom, which me and Clint, we both love LTDs. Because we can't afford an ESP, right. so either way, that's great. But uh, it helps people who need food and jobs. Normally, they just auction it off. Every other year, they've auctioned it off to the highest bidder. This year, they sold $10 raffle tickets, raised $31,000. The best thing that came out of that performance was Easily. that. They do, you know, it's easy to bag on Metallica about some stuff, and it's it's funny here lately how that's turned around. How, I don't uh, bag on them at all. That's what I'm saying. It's funny here lately how it's turned around. To people will actually fight with you and argue about it now. Where it, you know, the Saint Anger era, it was it was fun to bag on. Everyone them. makes mistakes, man. Well, all right, you're not wrong, but they do they do do a lot of really cool shit. They, I assume you saw the thing where they're they've got like the challenge with this radio DJ to lose 100 pounds by November. That's a, as a as a he like random, as a group he like randomly tweeted something out about you know if i lose 100 pounds by november yeah you guys have to do something special for me it's not actually in our rundown so i'm really vague with the idea with let's the, do that let's call them out you if if you can eat a whole pizza they have to perform <laughs> <laughs> in your backyard right that uh i don't know no 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 maybe your backyard i don't want that many that's fucking fine. people in my backyard that's fine uh, but they I'll ha- eat but the they, pizza. You provide the yard. But they play Saint Anger from front to back. Is the catch? I I won't eat the pizza, and I won't come <laughs> to your yard. Well, here's your would you rather? Would you rather eat an entire large pizza or listen to Saint Anger? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So that's a good deed by them. Thanks, guys. In other news, there's they aren't metal, but there's this band called Foo Fighters, and they have a genius that head them up. Yeah, I don't know, man. Dave Grohl's pretty fucking metal. He is metal. His band isn't metal. They are definitely rock and roll. Okay, I'll give you that. But they, they are... He's accident prone, too. And apparently, he gets up on stage, he gets to rocking, and, you know, last year, he, he broke his fucking leg, played, like, two or three songs, told the audience, look, guys, I've got to go get this <laughs> looked at. Came back, like, three hours later and finished the fucking set after he had a cast and everything. That is metal. That is as metal as it gets. That's top of the mountain right there. When you, and, and when you're this old, what happens? It's going to happen again, right? Yeah. 
It's inevitable. I mean, he's been rocking on stage for, and this is a serious question, how long? Oh, um, so Nirvana, you know, Nirvana was Let, skip Nirvana. Let's just say Foo Fighters because he's just sitting behind a set in Nirvana. Also, the second part doesn't count. No. I don't know. They got pretty dangerous with all that jumping and throwing shit. Into <laughs> yeah, the he drum probably kit. did. He probably did get pretty dangerous. With Nirvana, you're right. You're right. So yeah, that's that's thirty years. That's thirty plus on stage doing what rock stars do. You're gonna break legs and hearts. Hang on, my math and might condoms. Be wrong. Eighteen to eight. Eight to ninety-eight. All right, so probably close to thirty years. That's how old I am. Close to thirty years. But anyways, I'm, I can't do math well enough to. He almost did it again. Comes back to the mic, says, "You know, I did this last year, and I almost just did it again." And you know what? In my mind, that's what makes it a good fucking show, dude. So is, then what? Then what did he do? He played the next fucking song. <laughs> but he, why did he bring it up? Just to. Because everybody saw him stumble and almost fall. It uh, it was it was at some festival thing in Florida. Anyways, way to not break your leg, Dave Grohl. Your guitar throne's still pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Ended up letting Axel Rose borrow it. Speaking of Axel, he uh he he likes ACDC a little bit enough to lend them some of his precious precious time as long as they provide him with an ample smorgasbord of a buffet or money. They don't. They're out of money. ACD. You didn't hear that? That's not a thing. They they ran out. That's, that's not a thing. They ran out of money. They They're can't. poor. They, that's not a thing. I made all that up. I know. Just so I could read, I can read this and distract you. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna the, the rumors. Okay, we're gonna report on rumors, and the, we're gonna the, be hold quick on the previous story. We, we got to cite our sources because you know we're so big in the podcast game. We might get sued. You know, last story was on Blabbermouth. This one is probably Blabbermouth, dude. No, metal this sucks. This was Metal Sucks. So there's a rumor. Why, were we, why are we reporting on rumors? Only Clint knows because this was his idea. This was just a way for me to bitch again about I don't want an ACDC album with Axl Rose. I want a new fucking Guns N' Roses album. You got it. it. Isn't According to Chinese you. democracy. <laughs> According to you, you got no, it. No, I didn't. Did you not listen to anything I said? No. You're like, it's a new album. It's new music. No, it is new music. It's shit that you it, haven't heard, it's but old it's not music. new. Yeah. It's old music. Right. But it's still shit that you haven't heard, and they're releasing something. New to your ears, old to your performers? Old to their fingers? Yeah. Ooh, old fingers. That sounds dirty. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Is that, is that all you want to go? Yes. Axel. Axel. Knock it it's, off. It's a rumor. Do what we Squash all it. fucking actually want you to do. Let Slash do what he does. You get the hips going and say things. Let's get on to metal news. Okay. Some Randy. Come on, Randy Blythe. Randy, Randy Bly. I think it's Bly. I don't know. In this episode of Clinton Bryan Say Things Wrong. What do you think it is? I, think I go Blythe. Blythe. You go Blythe? I go Blythe. I go, I, go, I, go, I, go, I go with the hard TH. Okay. You hit the TH on now. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Blythe. He just gives a shout out to the Slayer. godfathers of yeah. metal. Slayer. Well, they're not the godfathers of any fucking thing. You, Sabbath <laughs> is, was, and always will be. Sabbath is the godfathers of heavy rock and roll. No, they are the rock and roll, dude. You are on an island on this one. God damn it, you are you are the worst. You are so. Well, I don't listen to either of them, so <sighs> I will. I just don't. I say again. <sighs> you see, it's raining outside. Raining blood from a lacerated sky. I would try to keep that going, but I don't know the other lyrics. I, so uh, I, 
But anyways, he just shouts out effing Slayer. I thought it was a back and forth. Otherwise, I would have. If you're listening to the show, you probably already know his roots lie in punk. Yeah, some way, like a punk and more punk than anything. Which his music doesn't reflect that at all, which is awesome. Burn the Priest (laughs) kind of does. You can see where that it it gets. It's definitely the punkiest. Yeah, they do of the Lamb of God discography. He gets to talking about wandering through a record store and coming across Rain and Blood and wanting to see what everybody was talking about. He saw it on patches or something. He's yeah, like, yeah, everyone was wearing everybody patches. Everybody on the denim jackets and everything. Yeah. And then he got to this this particular song. Good old Angel of Death. You don't get to that. That leads it right off. <laughs> he it, says, I thought they're going to suck. I don't like heavy metal. Randy. Right. From Lamb of God. Exactly. As he listens, getting getting ready to play on Slayer, he doesn't like heavy metal. Randy, in one of my opinion, in my opinion, one of the best metal bands there is. He's doesn't like metal. He's about to pl- press play on Slayer, and and assumption and assuming that he's not going to like it, listens to Angel of Death, and was convinced. And now, thank God, we have Lamb of God. Yes, now we have Lamb of God. I would, and now they're friends, right? Oh yeah, they've been touring for like the past two fucking years now. Well, besides the touring, I mean, obviously that's going to be a great tour if you want to go see them, and they're coming to all the good spots. Oh, you mean they? Hang, well, they used to, they used to hang out and get drunk, but now they're a bit older and Randy's sober, and which good is for weird. Him and all that. that. I mean, that's awesome that someone, I mean, to do the kind of music he does and be surrounded by the people he's surrounded—not necessarily his band, but you know, backstage and meet and greets and all that stuff—surrounded by party animal metalhead these guys and he's just you you got to roll with it be in it be in it with these guys in all and seriousness, be 100% sober have you ever seen any of their home video things Mm-mm. yeah no dude needed to stop drinking well i believe it you know like dude needed to stop i didn't say, i didn't say he didn't need to but to to carry on and go li- and, and so he he was drinking that much right getting yeah. that wasted and carry on just like he was before Without getting wasted is what I'm saying. Is like, he no. So you, so you're an alcoholic, and then you're around all the time, nonstop alcoholics, right. right? Right. Being how you used to be, and how you know. But anyways, that's a whole another episode of Jerry Springer. So instead, he now gets hammered on fine cheeses with Carrie King and Des Fafara. Yeah. <laughs> so him and so it said it says in the article from Metal Injection that him and Des from Devil Driver, like they go over together. To Kerry King's house. To Kerry King's house. To and eat fucking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. I can think of 14 other things I would do at that house, but cheese is number 15. Cheese is a solid <laughs> 15. The fi- I, It doesn't even need to be fine cheeses for me. Just give me a good slice of Colby. Yeah, something from the deli. Yeah, I'm that's good. A, some Swiss. At Kerry King's house. <laughs> now, if we're at my house, I want the fine shit. But if if Kerry's going to invite me over. taco. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm good with just a slice of Colby. Just invite me over. Speaking of uh, metal, oh wait, we're a metal podcast. We could say that every almost every other fifteen seconds, right? Speaking of metal, there's a band, Obituary. They're Clint knows all about them. He wants to tell you death about metal. Them. Uh, all about them isn't uh, accurate. I death metal. I haven't really listened death metal that 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 genre. There's there's some death. There there should be like death metal one, two, and three. Explain death metal one. I like. Might even say I love. What's death metal one? I don't know, but okay. it's but I can't explain it. You I know? think you I, should listen to obituary. I could I could 
go back and listen to some bands. But so when I do my thing and I see it says death metal, I instantly go, Ugh, okay, check it out. And I guess the ones I wouldn't categorize as death metal, I really like, but they categorize it at. So I feel uh, like it's too broad. I see what you're saying. It's too broad. I see what you're saying. And then you get stupid shit like melodic death metal. How the fuck is that a thing? Add the, keep adding the adjectives. <laughs> How is that a thing? Melodic. The whole point. Oh man, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get stranded down that road. All right, talk about obituary. Obituary. This is just a quick little bit of the dude from obituary saying things that make way too much sense. So uh, it's intelligent. It, it's it certainly does. Nice. He. I haven't read this by the way, so I'll, I'm just gonna completely react. I left this one open to Clint and. Whatever I say, it's going to be gold. This is going to be a short segment. <laughs> He's being interviewed by a kid. That kid is awesome. And I, 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 yes, he is cool. Okay. So you officially know more about this than I do. The, yeah. The, his name is li- like uh, little people. Little, little punk people. Little punk people. Elliot Fullman. Yeah. He, he wears like a little leather vest and, he, and he's probably like 10 or 12 years. Yeah. Like in, and he interviews these guys and he has these, and he's looking up with the microphone and right. like, is, He's on YouTube. Check him out. So he's asked what he would like to accomplish. And Trevor Perez? Perez? He, he, he starts talking in Italian, so I'm going to go with Perez. Again, the name of this podcast is Clinton Bryan Say Things Wrong. What, the, ki- the kid's name? No, the oh. guitar player from Obituary. <laughs> I'm already not even listening. <laughs> Anyways, he's asked what he would like to accomplish, and... Trevor's answer is, I would like to try to accomplish everybody to lighten the hell up in this planet. Everybody so uptight Second that. and gets offended by every fucking word people Second say. That. It's stupid. I'm sick of it. I'm offended by everybody getting offended. Third that. Count me in in his offendedness. All of a sudden, guess who my favorite band is? Oh, Obituary. Obituary. I mean, and a lot of people were saying that, but for real. Seriously, people. listen to the incomplete. What? Where is that in their lineup? That's I I think that if that's not the quintessential, that's got to be top three obituary albums. Is it middle, late? Early? Oh no! It well, I mean, God, they've been around forever. I know they're old. they're like I mean, they're not as old as Slayer, but they've been. I feel like they've been around. That's for 20 uh, that's mid nineties. It's mid oh, well, mid to late nineties. Yeah, it, it's it's from way back when. And feel free to email us at eostupidity at gmail dot com and let me know that. That is not the quintessential obituary album. But quintessential is relative. If you do quintessential, provide a valid argument. You're still wrong. Uh, no, that's my line. I was saying it for you. Okay. I wanted to be the one to say it. I felt good. No, no. Get back in your case. Oh, shit. Damn it. Anyways. Clutch. That's all I got to say. And Clint's buttons and eyes and everything <laughs> light up. <laughs> And then he smiled again, and things were good. He laughed so merrily. So, Neil, this is probably going to be like... Hold on, hold on. What was the last story from? You don't want to get sued. Oh, yes. The last one was from... I believe that was from Metal Injection. We'll just just name random sources. Eventually, guys, we'll be getting this this shit straight from the horse's mouth. We're not going to tell you who, but we may have a pretty good interview lined up. Maybe. Speaking of horses, his name rhymes with Ed. That it doesn't have anything to do. I'm cutting that out. That was with a dumb joke. <laughs> so there's Clutch, and they're going to be doing a bunch of uh, Clutch things, promotional things, leading up to the the release of the new album, Book of Bad Decisions. Which Clint said I was wrong on. Oh my God! Shocker! Stop the press. What I said, what 
is what I'm assuming the album title was. But this article tells you literally what the album title, or well, what it came from. It clarifies, yeah. yeah. I said I assumed it was because it was, you know, written about his past experiences, you know, nostalgia. Things on that tour, he, yeah, being that in he, the band for 20 years, which he does say that there's songs that have okay. that in it. Okay. But, but, but the, what is it actually? I was wrong. The That's fine. actual thing is, uh, speaking about the title of Clutch's forthcoming album, Book of Bad Decisions, Fallon said, naming an album is always a tough thing. This record is named after one of the songs, and the lyrics of that song are not anything particular to me. It's not autobiographical, which he goes out of his way to say that the vast majority of these things That's a contradiction. are not about him. He doesn't, That's a contradiction in the interview. No, it's not. He says he wrote these songs about past experiences. In the in the it's not in the article that you're trying to look for. It's from the interview that I watched. I didn't read it. Yeah, he says that there's things that about being in a band. It's like where you came back to him talking about I don't have your specific microphone. <laughs> SM57. He's just saying that there's things about being in a band for 20 plus years and some of those things came through in the lyrics. They, they leaked in there. He goes, he goes on to say, one of my favorite authors is Cormac McCarthy, who gets an endorsement from the guy speaking to you right now. And in his stories, there's always something bad happens. I, I kind of left out the ellipses there, but you'll have to imply that. There's always dot, 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 something bad happens. Now you don't have to imply it. I, I said it. I've, you've lost me. <laughs> and you don't know exactly what it is, he continues. And that's what... That's kind of what I was riffing on, trying to do a Cormac McCarthy novel in three minutes. Succeeded. I don't know what any of that means. You ever seen the movie? I'm uh, assuming he did a good job at it. You ever seen the movie um, No Country for Old Men? I think that might be the one you lended me. I never give you back. I don't think so. <laughs> I I may or may have. I have heard of it. Okay. It's a, it's a good enough movie. The book is fucking excellent. It was pretty literal. I couldn't put it down. And uh, he your books in alphabetical order. Is that why you knew where exactly where to look? No, but I know where his books are. Oh, okay. (laughs) Neil has referenced that dude a bunch of times and has kind of pulled things from his books. He's he's a literal guy. He's he's stolen or borrowed things from other authors too. Some of the space stuff and whatnot and so forth. But and nuclear weapons and stuff. Anyways, the bigger point of the art article is him going on to say that the current state of the music industry it doesn't make a lot of sense for bands to sign multi album deals like it used to be you know you sign on with Interscope to put out six albums yeah the more albums you sound signed on for the better right i'm gonna make more money right and it never ended up working out that way and that's all kind of died because uh it's too easy for these albums bands. are dead it's too easy for these bands to have their own labels, like Clutch does, put out their own stuff, manage and do everything from start to finish without so many people in the middle getting paid you know, whatever percentage for not actually doing a lot. These guys post their own fucking Instagram things <laughs> instead of paying somebody to do it, and if shit goes wrong, they know who to blame. Ola England has very good advice on releasing albums. He says, you're better off just releasing, like, just release one song a month. That's all you have to do. Uh, uh, you know. This... And then everyone will come, and, you know, these are for bands. Well, and he says it for new artists, too, but for bands that, you know, so you released an album. There's a lot of Clint's that will buy that album, okay? But if you 
do if you just if you just start your own YouTube channel and upload one song a month to that YouTube channel, you will likely make more money off that YouTube channel than you will off those albums that you sold. Really? The coming from Ola England, who is a guitarist for for Feared and the Haunted, right? And who has been making YouTube videos? He's the godfather of tone demo gearing videos. That's his advice. Do not albums do not he still releases them right but he does he has it's the peripherals that make him the money it's the tablatures it's the vinyl it's the picks it's you know all the special shit that come with it i'll tell you what the money because you know damn good and well i don't give a shit about that type of stuff but i will admit scrolling through our instagram his stuff will pop up and he'll be playing something i don't even have to have the fucking volume on (laughs) watch him play and it is yeah it's uh, it's mesmerizing. He's good. He's a, he's a good source, and he does a lot of little videos to try to give people advice because he's, like I said, the pioneer of kind of. I saw one video where he's playing, and there's tablets are going underneath it. Yeah, he does. He, he he started. So YouTube has done this thing apparently where they've kind of demanded more of their big hitters, and he's not even that big of a hitter. He's only got a few hundred thousand. I mean, in the grand scheme, that's not a lot. A few right. hundred thousand followers. But so now he's doing a lot more because they've. I don't understand it. Email us wrong, but this is the way I understand that 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 YouTube is demanding more from the content providers. So he's doing those tablature videos, and even those tablature videos, people will call him out. He's not even playing what's in the tablature. <laughs> and and what he does is is what's weird. And a lot of people might do this, but I don't know. But he'll play something different in the left channel than he does in the right channel. So what he says is well. The tablature might be tab because he doesn't tab them himself. He doesn't. Right. He, he does all the. The tab might be from the left channel, and I'm playing what was in the right channel. Right. But anyways, albums aren't what they used to be. That's no secret. He says, just do a song a month. This will. This will. And come the up, and the media will pay you. The will, the social media. This will come up again here in a, a couple few minutes. But a couple bigger bands have have kind of gotten around to instead of releasing full albums just releasing EPs like once I, a year. And I hate EPs too. It's four songs, five songs, six songs are better than a song. Those are better than nothing. Yes. And and if you're if you're doing if you're releasing releasing EP maybe like one every 8 months, that's almost the same as like a song a month. But then you get the, those six songs and then you're you're spent. And you know you might listen to them 12 times over, but you're still wanting more. If you just do, if you're just banning at least one song a month, people will flock to that shit. If you're any good, you make some money, uh, uh, yeah. and it all comes to you. There's no middleman, right? Right. Anyone can produce. I I produce, or I hate using that word, or mix shit in my basement all the time. It sounds like garbage, but it doesn't sound any worse than Hell, a lot of stuff. That's the sound people are paying for. Right. Exactly. All right. As we're talking about bigger bands that are kind of getting away from putting out full albums and just doing the EPs. Uh, Down has done that. Their their third EP is kind of on hold while Pepper got back to COC, and I'm okay with that. Phil Although had a, Phil had a surgery, another surgery. Phil had it, yeah, but he's still putting out albums. No, he recently just. I know, I know, I know. He had to cancel a bunch of dates with the Super yeah. Joint. Um, but and I'm looking. I love Down. Love's probably a strong word. You love old Down. The first album is one of the best things ever. And the best thing that they've done since then, in my opinion, so you know it's right, is the most recent EP that they've released. 
which has that more better Sabbath than anything Sabbath's done lately song on it. Uh, Conjure was on the playlist last week. Uh, and Ninus Nails has started doing EPs instead of albums. They've released the first two. There's another one coming out in June that will kind of complete the cycle of this. Both of the first two, totally worth your time. The Wrong. the first one's... The first one's... If you like industrial. I, I wouldn't even go that far. It's... If you okay. like four billion sounds thrown into okay. a fucking yeah, four-minute pot of shit. There. it uh, The first one is purposely dense and kind of hard to listen to. The second one is really fucking good. The The last song on it has like the coolest beat and rhythm to it. And programmed it, by any programmer ever. No, programmed by Trent fucking Reznor. And the end of it, the song itself is like three or four minutes long, but the track is like 12 minutes long. And it, the last 10 minutes of it is that beat deconstructing each go through until it's just l- very literally garbled noise at the very end. That sounds terrible. It it does when you say it out loud, but I can never turn it off when it's playing. It's Why are we talking about this? <laughs> Cuz they've got a new uh, they've got the third EP coming out this June. And that, you know, that sounds like they kind of caught on, right? Third EP coming out, right. you know, like you were saying, yeah. Third EP in the trilogy. Nine Inch Nails for me, absolutely garbage. Uh the f- further down the spiral or whatever the hell the it was downward called, the spiral. downward spiral. Well, there was a downward spiral and then there was further down Which the spiral. Which was remixes. So the downward spiral was where I got on and off that fucking train. I I can't stand their music, but I'll always go back to the, the, the Brian thing where I respect him as a musician because he does some crazy shit, but I think it's terrible. That I can't, I can't, I, he's, he's super creative. But whatever comes out of his studio is is super garbage to me. Uh, dude, he's same level as Dave Grohl, it, except Dave Grohl makes makes no, ma- makes yeah. makes tears come to my eyes. Because yeah. <laughs> he would fucking punch you for saying Dave Grohl's playing about the playing the fucking drums and the guitar and just fucking murdering shit and goddamn Trent Reznor's over pushing buttons and just trying to be Trent weird can and play it comes all through. those instruments too. He's, try, he's still trying to be weird. He can play he's all those instruments weird. too. It, the actual album title of the EP that we've been talking about, but not actually talking 40, about. 40,000 sounds you've never heard. Is titled Bad Witch, and it's coming out June 22nd. Seven Dust released a new and album. And I'm this looking week. fucking forward to Seven it. Seven Dust released a new album this week. It's called All I See Is War. I don't know what it's called. All, is that what it is? That's what it's All called. All I See Is War, or something like that. We're going to talk about that. We're running a little bit long. That's okay. You've done stopped listening anyway. Seven, Seven Dust is a uh, a jointly loved band between Clint and I. We've talked about that, but you know they fell off. They're trying to come back. And guess what they have done? Oh, they have failed. Oh man, you fucking built me up there. They have failed miserably. Well, I'll tell you. I, I, now, see, I'm gonna I make sent this you the text message earlier this morning because I know that you've only heard it I'll, today. I, I've I've listened to it two and a half times today. That's not enough. And once was in the car. That's not enough. Check this out. Okay, I'm. They've got what twelve songs or some shit. I made a like a four or five word sentence for every song. Okay. Here we go. There you go. Number one song is called "Dirty." It's okay. Still too singy. Second song, "God Bites His Tongue." Way too singy. Garbage. Medicated. Comes in with the first five words and it grabs you by the balls. It's like fuck. All right, here it is. Here it is. And then just as fast. Yeah. 
drops out. He start he comes in with like five angry words and then starts fucking singing. Dude can sing. But goddamn it, every fucking song. Here we go. Unforgiven. Maybe the heaviest. This I was I was you know, That's I wasn't going there, back, sir. okay? Sickness. Decent breakdown with a weak solo. That weak solo trend carries on. Cheers. It comes in very genty, very uh, pattern, kind of low-string writer. And then LeJean, LeJean comes in singing over top of it. It sounds completely out of place. At this point, I noted I start to get annoyed with the album, right? Because I'm like, I, I, was, I was so built up, all right? Risen. Or... Risen. <laughs> That's what I have. Make it stop. The solos are so ridiculously stupid. And we we love... Clinton John. We love him, right? We love his uh John Solos too. It's Clint and John. Well, I'm I'm talking for Clint, the guitarist. Oh, Call so me no does. one. Love that guy. Love all the guitar work in this album. Anyways, moments. Didn't even notice it was on. I was working while I was doing this. Not original. By far the worst gayest track on the album. Descend. Meh, it's okay. Pretty much the same song as the rest of the album. Life, life deceives you. All I could put was three dots, three periods in a row. It's like I had nothing to say about this album. Then you get to the truth. The truth is that is the best fucking song on the album. Okay, that's it. So we hit. That's the only seven dust song. The, on the album. fact that we, man, you need to listen to this album more. You have got to. I listen will not to this listen album. to it ever again. You've got to listen to this album more. I so much of what you said was my initial reaction after I heard it twice. And then I kind of let it go through the week, kept coming back to it because just like a couple of weeks ago where I wanted to hate that perfect circle album. Oh my God. I wanted to adore this seven dust album. And it, yes, we've been there since day one with these guys. And you know, I listened all the way over here uh, to cleanse my palate. The, the original home. No. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There and, you go. I won't. I don't want to sidetrack track you too much, but I did that because I wanted to see what it was about. That's why I went home. I was like, "What is it about them that they're lacking now?" Right? Because the Lejean always sung, right? Right. And so I'm listening to. This. I love this. You and I have we have the same idea with this whole fucking thing. But came. You need to listen to this album. More. What's the second song? Is it Denial? Denial. And he sings on it. Thanks. But I think I I think they lost. And it sounds so corny cliche, the anger in his voice. Sure. Uh, no, there's no thinking. That, he sings the not like he sings in that song, but there's just that there, little bit of push. There was always that little bit of rattle yeah. in the back of his voice. And he he's lost it. But he's still You the, think it would get more, right? The more you sing, the more the, the more no, grit. The, no. he's become a better actual singer. Yes, he's become a better actual singer, right? And he's one of the best fucking singers there is, period. And I and they don't want to lose that or something. They want to showcase that. Yeah. And, and I think in this in this um, um, music climate, if you will, sure. You know the blitz rock and all that stuff. They but they're still not getting the airplay. I don't think. I know. So I, the, whatever. One of the uh, one of the things that I had coming into this was that they are classified as alternative metal. Wait a minute. Which always makes what me was, laugh. Was that on Spotify? Yes. Oh, my. Which always makes me laugh. And then I push play on any Seven Us album since probably home and realize that. It is. No, yeah. That, that's that's that, it. That's yeah. apropos. That works. That, I, I'm having a moment right now. I don't. Realizing that that's what it is. I don't think the problem is with Seven Dust. 
I think the problem is with us. They've been doing this for 20 years. They've grown. They're not the same fucking band that they were. They're not aggro and anymore. Some people can some people can grow. And you like, you know, um Macedon. They'll grow and you'll come with them and you and it'll be great. Seven Dust, man. But uh, I go ahead. Go ahead. I I like it. I, well, how uh, many shits do you do you want to go? How many? Well, you you should wrap that up with your review. My shits. Shut the fuck up. I'm so probably I can talk. I'm probably gonna be like two and a half shits. Two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> I came away the same way you did on the first couple listens. I was, I you know, full disclosure. I've been listening to this for the past week. Brian just listened to it today. Two and a half times, I think you said. And I fast forward. I've I've deconstructed and reconstructed this whole damn album here and there throughout the fucking week. Makes me smarter than you. The first song, sure, it's fine. Second and third song, I have got to the point where I skip them. Okay. After that, at where you get to Unforgiven. uh, Let's see here. So. Unforgiven is the first song that I actually checked the track title on as I was listening to okay, it. Yeah, we read there. Then. Sure. Maybe, yeah, okay, good. Uh, I like how it actually got what you want or are used to with Seven Dust, where you get like Clint into Morgan with the vocals. Morgan can't sing enough on this album. And he doesn't. That is the fucking note that I kept making. There's a song on here, I want to say it might be Risen, where there is that call and response thing going, but it's just Lejean, and it should be him and Morgan. And and it, I, I have a feeling that Morgan is sort of irritated. I I get the, he either <laughs> the less he sings, the said, more drumming he does. Oh, and, and that is another <laughs> note I made. He kills it nonstop right. through the album. He is still He's a like fucking, if we're gonna be if we're gonna fucking do this, then, then fine, I'm gonna do this. Watch what my fucking feet are gonna <laughs> do. Yeah, no, he kills it through the whole damn album, but he is almost gone vocally through most of it and it's it's irritating because there are very specific even that song uh the, the one that ends it truth the truth there at the end where he's screaming about say my name that is totally a lejon and then morgan that is the only seven death song on the album and it's you know missing I mean? that fucking part that should be the song before that uh life deceives you yeah. has morgan the way i want him he is screaming something that I can't understand as the chorus goes into it. But you and can feel it, it though. Sounds exactly. It sounds like somebody is ripping out his fucking heart. It is awesome. I adore that fucking song. Uh, Life deceives you into the truth. Is they end that album so fucking well? Okay, so we're we're kind of writing the same book here. We are. I'm just more positive. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of odd. I, I enjoy Risen a lot. Moments is cool. It's got that piano thing going, which... I, I was literally working, and it, I lost it, and I wasn't going to go back to it. it I, I dig it. It's it's fine. It's But not original. Not we, original is garbage. <laughs> and that was one of the one of the three on their pre-release or kind of thing, and I was like, why, why? would you put this out? Why? why would you even... My note on that is it would fit just fine on Seasons, which is derog- as derogatory as I could be about anything Seven does. It it is seasons. It I, I guess, guess what I tonally the album is a lot like the album that came before it with Kill the Flaw. It wouldn't surprise me if a lot of this stuff was written then. That's true. I never thought of that. Some some of the stuff is just kind of B sides, old shit. I but it's been re. 
I dig it. I liked Kill the Flaw too, but I like Kill the Flaw the same way I like this one, where there are certain tracks that I fucking for sure skip, but shit like Not Today on Kill the Flaw, oh my god, it gets me worked up every goddamn time. And there's stuff on this album that it, it ends up the same. That the Life Deceives You song ends up reminding me of something off of like Chapter 7, where it... Point being, we agree... The truth is absolutely What's your shits? where it's at. I'll give it three. And my, One last note on that. We'll move along. I think we could chop this album up and make three kick-ass Seven Dust songs, and that's it. I think there are three kick-ass Seven Dust songs on it. I think, like well, I've said three, before. Three home and, a, and self-titled Seven Dust. Oh, and, you know, that brings me back to where that producer's wanting to compare shit to home with this fucking album, and I would like to find that guy and spit in his face because that is idiotic that's a lie what as i've said before i think if you splice together like half of kill the flaw and half of this album you've got something fucking awesome we should do that make a playlist you know what i'll make a playlist just for seven dust there you go i can do that all right look for that uh we're just gonna we're just gonna jump right into the kill join your race pool real quick we're we're running. We're, we've had so much passion in this show. We gotta we gotta calm it down. We just for those people wondering, we are gonna skip Gear Geekin, but it's just because yeah. Brian's guitar hasn't made it. Here it has it's come, it arrives Monday. Fucking shit. Stay tuned till next time. Kill join your race. I I I knocked this out real quick, and I haven't thought about it because that that's what makes it the fun. I hate all these bands. I think Clint does too. We're gonna go with Kill Join Your Race on Poison, Def Leppard, and Sticks. Hit it, Clint. All right. I uh, I'm joining Def Leppard because I don't totally hate them. They were my first concert. I was seven rows back. Saw them at Cooper Stadium. Ugly Kid Joe opened. I got arrested for jumping on a security guard's back. That's the last night. time you made headline news. That was, right. All right. Who are you gonna kill? I would kill. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill sticks, and I'm gonna erase poison. Okay. My reasoning there. As I can't tell you a stick song, it, it's all garbled in with all the other bands that sound like that. Right. I can tell you a fucking poison song, yeah. and I don't want to be able to. All right. And if I erase them, then I can't. Then you can't. <laughs> negates all of that. Exactly. I'm mine's similar. I would join Def Leppard because it, I think they're the most as corny as this word, word sounds. Most rockingest band, I guess. You know, sure. like the heaviest, if you will, of these three. Uh, you know, the drummer having the one arm thing is always fucking badass. And sticks, I would erase sticks. Did you actually look up any stick songs? I know some stick songs. I think. Tell me one. Exactly. It's too fast. Exactly. My wife will tell you all the stick songs. I've seen all these bands in concert. I have not. Well, I've not seen Poison in concert. I've seen Brett Michaels in concert as Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels is one of those people who, looking at him, genuinely kind of creeps me out. Like him and Paul Stanley and <laughs> Sebastian Bach. <laughs> There's like been a recent thing about yeah, how creepy those guys. Those are guys creep me out. So I'll erase sticks. I'll join Def Leppard, erase sticks, and kill Poison, just because every rose has its thorns. God damn it's, your it! It speaks right to my ball sack, oh, man. Oh my god! It's like it just. My heart palpitates when I play that song. <laughs> this is like the <laughs> this is like Brian's going out of his way to be wrong episode. That was a good time. That's a good time right there. All right. We're gonna do a stump stock and write you quick. Oh, you did get one. Yeah. It's, right. This one's so song lyric. You ready? Okay. It's hard to it's hard to sing this or say this without giving it away. All right. All right. Surrounded yourself with evil. 
every night, mayor you have is your equal. You got me, dude. It sounds like metallic. Surrounded yourself with evil. Every nightmare you have is your equal. Stumped, bitch, by seven. Oh, gotcha. Full circle, motherfuckers. That's is that a Lejean part? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It is. I hear it now. (laughs) Shit, we can't put it in there. Okay. All right. Top three. We'll get out of here. We're gonna do. I suggested I do top three guitars. Clint do top three basses. But he think he thought it'd be funner. Since you hate bass players. I, I don't hate bass players. He hates bass players. I just don't notice them because I'm too busy listening to the awesome riffage over top yeah. of it. He's too busy complaining about not being hearing, being able to hear Larry in Primus songs. I don't know who that is. That's the guitar player. It's oh. your cast. Yeah, there's a reason for that. My three top guitarists. No, Clint's top three guitarists. Oh, I'm going to leave. Since that, I'm the that guitar makes player. Sense. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. My top three guitar players would be the actual fucking godfather. Tony Iommi. Tony Montana. Cut off a couple tips of his fingers to rehabilitate, learned how to play guitars, birthed heavy metal. Monkey did the same thing. Same story. Go ahead. Say that again. Monkey See did. if you hear it right this time. <laughs> Monkey did to cut off the tips of his fingers. Oh, you're an idiot. I'm just saying. He's uh, not the only one who's done that. Is all. I'm not saying Monkey's better. Tony Iommi. Okay. Is this in any particular order? Sometimes it is. Well, Tony Iommi is. Number one. But the rest of it's whatever. Okay, two and three. Tony, you got to. I'm going to give the nod to Zach. Zach Wild, of course. He's got the personality for sure. He's he's all kinds of fun, and he's uh he's pretty good at that guitar and stuff too. Okay. And um just just to, just to piss you off, I'm going to go Tim Salt. That isn't going to piss me off. I just don't agree. It pissed you off before we pushed it record. It pissed me off. It's just like you were all worked up about it. I love that guy. You were saying I, he I, I wish I could do forty before we. I wish I could do what he does. But if we're talking guitar players, he's not. He's not up there. Right. He's definitely riff master. Yeah he he's got he's got my number. Riff master Tim. I want to play like him. But top three for the guitar player, the guitar try to player enthusiast. Yeah, the guitar. There you go. The guitar enthusiast. Dimebag. I think that's on every guitar player, metal player, whatever. If I had not a rule mention, it'd probably be dying. Dying bag. Everyone says his tone sounded like shit. I don't care what it sounded like. That dude, top to bottom, head to toe, was fucking metal guitarist. And he always will be. Always will be. Number two, the I said before, the living dying bag, Ola England, the tone god himself. The dude, he's not super complicated. He doesn't know a ton of theory. I don't, I'm not sure that Dimebag did either, but he makes that shit work. He comes up with these riffs that are just, I don't, I don't know where the fuck they come from, but they are, and his tone is so thick. Like I said before, I, I want to cut my metal with a knife. I do love that shit thing. is yeah. so thick and he's got his own amp, the Satan made by Randall. You can, you can combine the, that the with Frank, the Satan. <laughs> he's got the Frank made by Randall. Yeah. Combine it with a solar guitar, and you got yourself a fucking chunk machine. And then, you know, off metal, Steve Ray Vaughn. I mean, hello. If you're listening to this, you've heard of him, and you agree. He might even be the best. You know? And if you don't agree, don't email us. Don't email us. And then I got, I got an honorable mention. I always got an honorable mention. Will Adler. Willie Adler. I mean, that dude can riff like no other. Willie, now see, on one of those home video things, Mark Morton, the other guy, is talking. <laughs> Who? Is, <laughs> the other guy in is Lamagon. talking about Willie Adler's riffs, where he says something about Willie will bring him a riff, 
and he'll play it, and Mark will be stuck looking at him and say, "Okay, cool. Where does it start and where does it repeat? <laughs> How long ago? What? Do you, what, what uh, explain uh, <laughs> to me what's going on here." Again, I'm the guy that no one knows, so you have to bring me up to speed on this, Willie. Uh, I think Mark might actually be the better guitar player there, but that's dirty words. Well, uh, read an email. We got a fan email. Oh, we did get an email. Hang on a second. A real email. This This is an actual email. I'm excited. I haven't read it. Clint said we got a fan email. We're starting to get interaction with our fans. Yeah. Here we go. So here we go. All right. This is from Jasmine. Ooh, Uh, a female. Yeah. I knew, I knew we were appealing to the ladies, the voices, the, the deep growl we have, you know? Mm. Okay. Yeah. That. So Jasmine says, Hey, you. Hey. Please hey, stop sending me your pictures. Oh. Smiley face. Oh. Thanks. Shit. Sorry, Jasmine. Mm. I th- oh, a new email just came through. Oh. This is from Edward uh, in uh, Columbus. Jasmine broke my heart. He says Brian is next level. Oh, he st- called me out. Next oh, level my- wrong. Oh. About what? What does he say? He actually specifies. He says yeah. about. about- Everything. Everything is in all capital letters. Shit. I, I, I didn't know that there were middle finger emojis, but he pulled one off. But he's he's a, he's a good listener. He's, he an is, avid he's, listener. Definitely, he's listened to every show. He seems to know his shit, too. So, Jasmine, I'm sorry about the pictures, but um, I'm pretty sure you asked for it several times. Yeah, there there's at least four emails from Jasmine. Well, thanks for, for emailing. Um, you know, right after that, I think she emailed us a penis enlargement ad or something. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for all the love you guys have given us. I mean, it's just pouring in. Just it's just love note after love note. I mean, it's as like, long as we're in the spam folder. Yeah, the spam folder love is just this is awesome. Keep it coming. Yeah, and absolutely. It, until then, love Lopan, you too, Jasmine. Lopan is gonna murder your brains right now, and then we're gonna leave you alone. So goodbye. Uh, well, we're gonna mention. Again, that we are you know, officially on Stitcher. We're officially on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean. We're on all the social outlets that I'm Your aware mom, of and have figured Facebook, out how to work. Instagram, the Twits. Yeah. We got all the social media VD you could ever ask for. <laughs> uh, VD. <laughs> Come find us and say random things because yeah. I'll respond with random things. Or maybe Brian will respond with random things. Email us. You want to be famous like us? You know what? tell you what if you're hearing this just wave at us we'll we'll get the vibe listen bye